Hey guys, welcome to Momish and Why. Welcome. A weekly podcast for moms who are just trying to figure shit out. We are your hosts, Susana and Marlene, and we are here to rock this shit. All right, so how did we come up with, I mean, this is really our first episode, and we wanted to give our listeners and followers a little background on how we came up with Momish, you know, who the fuck we are, because I mean... We're up here talking like we know some shit. <laughs> um, we are two new moms, I guess, right? New, newer, yeah. newer moms. Mm-hmm. Marlene, you want you want to start? You want me to start? I mean, I can go. So, uh, Marlene, I'm mommy to Alaya, my dope two year old. We're from the Bronx, um, but soon we're gonna reside in New Jersey. Womp boo, womp. boo. I mean, no, yeah, boo. I'm. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I have mixed feelings. You know, I love where I'm about to live, but, you know, I'm not feeling that $15 toll. I'm going to have to be in the city every day for work. Yeah, work. Anytime I want to do my hair, anytime I want to do something, you know, And people be lying to you about New Jersey because people are like, oh, it's right there. But in reality, that shit is like a three hour drive to get right there if you get stuck in rush hour and rush hour starts at two o'clock. No, rush hour is all day. All That's what I'm saying. Damn day. So welcome to your new life. Into the city, you know, you know, th- those days where I have to be at work at 9 a.m. or something, which is not often, but e- but even still, welcome That's to your a new 7 life. 7 a.m. you know wake up. Yep. Um. So fun. So yeah. So I'm moving to Jersey. Um. But I'm excited to be here because um. I really want to create a safe space. Um. Where we could just. It's so magical and harmonious of you. We can vent. We can talk to each other with no filter. Some real shit. Hashtag sin filtro. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. How about you? I have a one and a half year old. I mean, he's like, I don't know. I don't do the month things. He's almost two. He's going to be two soon. Oh, he's not 22 and a half. Yeah. However many fucking months he is. He's almost two. (laughs) One and a half is, I think, fair. He's a little boy. I had him. <laughs> I I pushed him out um, naturally. Speaking of pussies, I had a natural oh birth. God. Not natural, sans epidural, but like I had a vaginal birth. Um, but you didn't. So that's going to be a, a situation that we have to talk about all the time. Because, Are you judging me? No, no, not at all. I'm just saying we had different birthing experiences and that's, yeah. you know, something to be spoken about. I mean, either way, labor is fucking labor, girl. Like, it's not like you didn't go through labor. So, oh, I did. right. So that's my story. Um, we also live in the Bronx. I am raising my one and a half year old with my partner. I'm not a lesbian because sometimes I feel like when you say partner, people assume that you're gay. And I think that's kind of lame because I think boyfriend sounds whack. Like I'm fucking 36. Like I don't have a boyfriend. I have. And then it's like to say man, I'm not like in a 90s hip hop video. So my partner, because he's my partner in life when we're raising our little kid. We live in the Bronx um, and I wanted to create momish and why momish and why started from my random rants i think on instagram when i was pregnant and i felt like the world lied to me about pregnancy i was expecting like butterflies and rainbows and shit and after i had a newborn baby i was like this magical you know 
cloud of love and and bliss is going to fall over me. And then I realized that shit is not coming. And my vagina hurts and my nipples hurt because I was breastfeeding and I was mad tired and bloated and my body was out of whack. And I was like, I can't be the only person going through this. Like this shit is crazy. Instagram has lied to me. Fucking JCPenney has lied to me forever. Novelas have lied to me. My tias lied to me. Like this is not what I was expecting. And so the rant started and I think you and I teamed up and we were like, yeah, this is some real shit. And so we started to talk about it very openly. And that's how, the birth of essentially Mamish and Why. And we came up with the name. Well, you came up. Well, with I came it. up with the name because people kept telling me, oh, you're like a mommy now. And I kept feeling like, yeah, I'm like a mommy ish kind of like I'm not like a mommy mommy meaning like I'm not all for I'm not like gun ho about PTA and like I had like the biggest anti-baby shower like I was like I don't want a chair <laughs> and I don't want no fucking decorations <laughs> and I don't want like none of that frilly shit like my brother DJed like if we could have smoked weed at my baby shower I'd have been super happy but that would have been really inappropriate so <laughs> I had like awesome. an open bar. Yeah. Like I, I was, I was, you know, I, I, I just feel like I couldn't identify with like the mommy world and the, the girls who have been playing mom since they were born and like have their little kids names picked out. And they had like the color of their dress and like their bridesmaids. That just never was me. So I, I feel like I honestly though, that's I don't not you think either. I know anyone that's like that. I do. Wow. And then I feel like that's what is force fed to you in media because all of, all of, you know, you see like all of these like happily ever after even reality shows like it's all about the fucking wedding and the baby and all this shit. And I just feel like that's not my life. And that's I'm still a whole person. So my purpose, but that's all social media. I mean, I, yeah, you know, we only show and people media. what we want them to. Yeah. See. Yeah. Just like everyone else shows yeah. us what they want us to see. You know, I think the purpose really of, of Mamish was to show that. Where women, to me, I'm a woman first and then a mom. I'm a mom now. So a mom is just an extra notch in my belt. It's It doesn't completely encompass. It's not an all-encompassing thing for me. It's it's an it's another very cool kick-ass thing that I also do and also am. But I'm not just a mom. You know, I'm also a creator. I'm also a boss. I'm also a fucking, you know, a slut mouth. I'm also, I don't know, a shit talker. And I'm also you know, a lover of music and art. I'm so many of these things. And I feel like we don't, especially for women of color, like we don't show the whole picture of what, you know, women are when, especially when we become moms, all of a sudden we're like not fly because we're moms. I'm not going to lie. There's one person that I feel like, you know, she was just destined to be a mom and I follow her. I think we follow her on the momish page also, but Jessica Alba is like, she's become like, she's like, poster child for moms you but but poster child she became like a boss boss like she's Word. making tons and tons of money is with she a billionaire she, yes she's a billionaire she and so you know again i know that these people are showing us things that you know they're showing us what we want what they want us to see you yeah. know they're showing us all the the rosy peachy you know dope shit that happens in life mm-hmm. but uh, for some reason, I believe her. <laughs> I mean, I feel like her life is really rosy. I believe her bankroll, girl. I believe her bankroll. <laughs> <clears throat> Shit, you got that much money. Like, I believe you too. Shit. Have you used their products? 
I am so shout out to the honest company. Hopefully one day they'll give us some money. Um, yeah, word. I'm I'm all for the honest diapers. And let me just tell you, I know there's other companies out there, but when I first had Cortez, the diaper delivery service was life itself. Yeah, you mentioned it to me a couple Yo, times. Yo, because it just de- automatically delivers and you don't have to think about that shit because you can't think about that because your fucking nipples are on fire, bitch. Like that's, <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like you can't think about nothing else when your nipples are on fire. And, and shouts to people that are pregnant right now and dudes listening because your nipples will never be on fire. <laughs> But think about what can you possibly think about when your nipples are on fire? Like your fucking nipples, a part of your body that you never think about any other day of the week ever, probably ever. And then all of a sudden they're on fire. So diaper delivery alleviated a little part of that burn. Thank you, Honest. <laughs> I'm for it. I'm for I it. used all of their products. I used... Um I used everything, the shampoo, the conditioner. Oh, you were like all in. The lotion. I got a lot of it for for my baby shower because I did have, you know, a big, drawn out, ridiculous production of a baby shower. Yes, you did. Uh, My best friend is Style Your Party and she... She's pretty good at what she does. But anyway, that's so. also kind of your style, though. Yeah, I wouldn't I mean, expect you to have your first child and not have it like super glitzy glam. I like the glitzy glam. What was it like? A What was the theme? Like but garden? The, a the walk in the garden? The party thing is not my style. Mm. I actually don't. I hate having parties for myself. Just like, you know, we were talking earlier and you were like, well, you need to describe yourself. Like, I was like, I hate describing myself. Mm. I hate when things are directed like towards me. I don't know if that makes any sense or not. Not at I all. I hate I hate uh, parties for myself. So I love parties but for I myself. But I do love the aesthetic of it. Again, I love that there were flowers everywhere. And yes, it was a vintage garden. That's what it was. Uh, baby shower. And she did an amazing job. So we like transformed. This is she, not a plug for stall your party. Not, <laughs> she transformed um, a club uptown and made it look like a garden. It was beautiful. Side note, we are both Libras, um, both children of the balance and of air and of beauty and aesthetic. So that'll be interesting. But I think it's important to kind of, you know, we we didn't just come together by happenstance. We're not like two random ass strangers who had (laughs) children. And then we're like, hey, you want to start a podcast together? We have known each other quite some time. And I think that it's important that Marlene tells that love story. (laughs) <laughs> it's an integral part of our history together Please. i mean i mean yeah it's pretty cool she so susana grew up um with my with my family over on the west coast i have an aunt that moved out there a long long time ago shout shout out to tia morena and um susana was my cousin raul's first girlfriend truth be told this was when she looked like a when Chicana. i was 15 yeah, and she used to like overline her lips with like black liner. This is also when Marlene did not wax her mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say you looked a mess, but I was equally <laughs> wait. I cannot wait. If anyone knows Marlene from back then, back in the day, please email those photos that you may have taken to momish.ny at gmail.com, please, because we will post those. On the Instagram, I think it's incredibly important that this makeup diva 
show her true self. If any of my cousins is, are, is listening to this, if any of you decide to email her. And there's her, lots of them too. I'm going to kill you. Just FYI. Anyway. So, so yeah. So we go way back. She ended up moving over here to the East Coast. Um which you guys know, you know, I've always been here and the stars aligned. We met up by chance um, in a nightclub. So we both started working in the same industry, not partying. No, working. we were working. I, I, you know, did the door at a bunch of different nightclubs for several years now. Susana is, or was a bartender slash mixologist slash really mixologist. I have, I have, fast I have feelings like, about that shit bartender and and we were like oh shit you're here and she was like oh yeah and, and you are too and I was like yeah and then you know that's how that's how we reconnected over here so it's been about I want to say what 15 years like yeah a long time in the making and so it's really nice though that um we were able to we I mean even after the nightclubs we worked together at uh, the company that I work for now Empire she moved on to be a boss and um, is the head of a tequila company here in New York but she covers the entire nation um, and so we were able to to start this journey pretty much together. I feel like I told her I was pregnant and maybe two months after that or a month after she was like, yo, we got knocked up around the same time. <laughs> I'm pregnant too. And I was like, word. <laughs> so two unwed mothers. Yeah. How scandalous of us and our Catholic Latino upbringing. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so that's how we came to be. And um, through this whole journey, it's always comforting to find other women that are also experiencing the fuckery of motherhood and parenting and partnership and womanhood. And it's just a great time right now in life to be talking about this kind of stuff because, you know, it's a cool time to be a girl, man. It's a cool time to be a brown girl. It's a cool time to be a mom. And we're here. You so deal with it and our pussy. <laughs> you know, I will I will have to, you know, say shout out to the the women, the moms that follow me um on my personal Instagram page because you guys are the real reason that I kind of um that I'm here um speaking to you and that I'm a part of this beautiful um initiative and the reason i say that is because you know there were f certain times where i would vent on an insta story like yo what am i going to do about you know child care what am i going to do about education what am i going to do about you know living space like how are you guys dealing with this kind of thing and the amount of responses that i received was overwhelming and so i also started kind of talking to people about the things that were kind of bothering me and what I was now concerned with. And, and people were, were, were really helpful and kind of made me see that there's a community out there that is like untapped. And I think that we are trying to, to speak to you guys. Um, I think that through my research and just looking at, at through Instagram and on the, um, on Google, 
I couldn't find many relatable moms. So what I mean by that is, you know, a down to earth mom from a big city, preferably the East Coast, um, that kind of knows the struggles of this city of this time in my age group. You know, I, I, I'm not. I'm not, you know, saying anything wrong. I don't want to like offend anybody, but I found a lot of like Texans and, you know, California moms who. And a lot of white women and that of which we are not of white women, a ton of white women. I mean, shout out to white women for having all those children. I'm just saying that like we we didn't really identify with their story because I'm, we don't have a house and the white picket fence and we don't have. I don't know fucking I don't we just don't have a lot of that shit that they have where we're urban moms so that's another storyline for us but then also we are you know I'm Dominican yeah you're Colombian yeah and I feel like you know growing up here in New York City being here and being Dominican or being Colombian or being Puerto Rican is very different than growing up in Texas or California and being Mexican um, I, I think that, you know, we celebrate different holidays, you know, th- things are just different. So, so even though I love the Mexican culture, it is not, um, relatable to me in my everyday life. And so there are things that Dominicans, you know, do that Mexicans don't. And so I'm just talking about the, the, the moms of color that are out there, not the white. So like the show white. the nuances amongst women of color. Exactly. Okay. I like it. Exactly. Shout out, shout out to our Mexicanas though, because yeah, I love them. There's this, um, I was about to, I was about to say this company, little Libros. I love them. I think they're so dope. My daughter loves all their books. So they've got, um, they've got these books that are, that, that are, you know, bilingual Spanish and English. They talk about La Catrina and, you know, a lot of, uh, Mexican folklore, folklore that, I'm not that familiar with. So I love them. That's I'm, live. You know, I, 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 I have every single book that they've got, but I want to see some Dominican stuff in there. I want to see, you know, some Cuban oh stuff in there, some Lord. Puerto Rican stuff in there. I want them to talk to my child and I want them to talk to me too. Word. Thanks for joining us. So that wraps up our first episode of Mamish NY. You can follow us on Instagram at Mamish underscore NY. Please make sure to tap and like each and every one of our pictures and make sure to follow Marlene separately and remind her that our Instagram handle is Mamish underscore NY (laughs) because she don't even know our own Instagram page handle. (laughs) Peace. Bye, guys. Mom, 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 mom.